Hey everyone, this is John. This is Warius. And this is Ryan. And this is the Nintendo Show, the best damn Nintendo podcast on the internet. This is the first show for the month of April 2023, so it's the Pokemon Show. Damn Pokemans. Nice. We're going to talk about some of the new entries in the uh, Pokedex for the uh, Paldean region. But first, got a bit of an icebreaker for you guys. Oh, well, gosh. A bit, bit, bit of a game, but it's not a hard game and has nothing to do with Pokemon. So, oh, okay. I want you to tell me. I'm going to read you a sentence. I'm going to read you a synopsis. Is this a new story, or is it a Wes Anderson movie? Ooh, okay. Ooh, I like that's this. a fun. All right. A wealthy artisan candle maker has an awkward but polite skiing collision with an aged optometrist and world adventurer named Terrence Sanderson, and they go to court over a ludicrously small amount of money. Oh, please tell me this is real. Is it a news story or is it a Wes Anderson movie? I, I'm going. I'm going news. Yeah, let's do it. I feel like it's so low impact for society that this event occurred. I feel like it has to be the premise for a Wes Anderson story. I like to think of this podcast as a time capsule of what was happening when we were talking about this. This is the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Oh, I remember <laughs> Gwyneth. Pa- yeah, I remember reading the news story that she had some kind of skiing accident. So the, the skiing accident. Gwyneth Paltrow, mind you, was in a Wes Anderson movie. Wasn't yes, she? she was Royal in Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, so I, 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 we talked about it actually for the retro show, didn't we? Not that long ago. I don't know. Yeah, we did do Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what we said about it. I, I think it's kitschy as fuck. I mm-hmm. think it's got some good performances, and Gene Hackman's great in it. But man, what a shitty father! <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you go the whole cover. Only I'm Wes dying. Anderson. I'm not dying. I am dying. <laughs> the only one Wes Anderson could make you could, could make like dog fighting feel so warm and fuzzy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, for for the past like uh, a week ago, um, at time of recording here, there was a, a verdict for this trial. Uh, so, back in 2016, mind you, that was when this actual collision took place. Gwyneth Paltrow was skiing, as white people do, and <laughs> uh, there, there was a sort of a, a altercation where what had actually happened was she was bumped into by this guy who was a retired optometrist and also the, who goes like world traveling in his retirement. Um, and witnessed by several people, there are text communications and stuff breaking down what happened. When he found out that it was Gwyneth Paltrow, decided to put on this facade as if he was bumped and in order to sue her to get some money. So he sued oh, her for $300,000, alleged that he was not able to do, like, he'd become like a shut-in, become like a recluse because of, like, the trauma that he suffered because he was afraid to go out anymore because he had gotten bumped into on the skiing slope and, like, had a concussion and stuff, none of which was actually true. Uh, so she countersued him for a dollar. <laughs> and pretty much just, uh, just, like, just as a fuck you. Like, no, you did this. And, of course, all this information came out. There were pictures of him, like, ziplining and shit after the collision. So, obviously, it didn't damage him emotionally anyway. So Yeah, I just remember that there was a text that got... Because that, that's the only bit of information I really had heard about this was the te- that showed a picture of this guy. He just looks like a piece of shit. But a text that said, I'm going to be famous. Uh-huh. Like that is that is uh, in in what three or four words, however many words that is, he pretty much just spelled out his well, case for 
kind of famous now. Yeah, but by, by the end of this <laughs> countersuit trial, which Gwyneth Paltrow won, yeah. and rightfully so, by the end of this, he completely regretted doing anything. Because, yeah, now everyone just knows you're an asshole. Yeah, you're like a lying <laughs> piece of shit. Right. And, you, you know, and I think there's this desire to hate on Gwyneth Paltrow, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because she's a little detached from the everyday... Lives right. of your average American. I described her as an artisan candle maker. That's <laughs> kind of like candles and like snake oil and shit. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, she's she's got some some weird quirks about her, but it's all harmless essentially. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't think that she's like it's really evil. She's probably navigating people towards holistic treatment instead of actual medical treatment. I mean, that's probably not a great thing. But well, the, the to worst, what extent she even does that, I don't know. I don't know much about her. The like, worst thing she is doing is separating foolish people from their money. Didn't she name her kid Apple? I think so. Like, not the worst and name for a child I've ever heard. That's fun. <laughs> what a quirky person. So, yeah. You know, I think, uh, yeah, I think if you had said actress, I would have instantly remembered this moment, but I was like, eh. But it was, it was I like do a, love the way you describe it, though. That really does sound like a, a classic Wes Anderson narrative. Uh, I, I found out... And he's like, done so many anthologies that I feel like it could have just been the snippet or like a minor backstory from mm-hmm. one of his other overarching narratives. Yep. Uh, this is a... Um, it was like a flash in the pan. I only started paying attention to this like the day before the verdict because it was, one, it was all over the internet. It was inescapable for, for about 15 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, what... What a fucking weird ass! And the, the whole time I like watch like how is how is this not a Wes Anderson movie? Is this like some sort of like Wes Anderson performance art that we're witnessing right now? He must be so pissed he didn't think of this plot first. Yeah. How's Pokemon Go? <laughs> it's pretty solid. Still playing, loving it, loving every minute of it. Um, we're begin like right now we're we're doing all of this sort of spring stuff. So they just uh, released Cutie Fly and Ravombi. Hmm. That's like kind of the most recent thing that's come out. Um, so they haven't even worked through all of like the Alolan decks yet. Oh no, man, they haven't worked through like. There's probably still some. I would uh, maybe X and Y might actually still have some stuff that's unreleased. Because I remember they did the Alolan forms, like form changes, back when that game was new. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, they released some of that stuff like way early, and then some of the stuff way later. It just depends, like. I think one of the f- earliest things that we got was Alolan Executor, hmm. which is kind of odd. Um, but no, they have a very good pattern of like completing the actual Pokedex from a specific region at a certain point, and then completely unlocking all the shinies from a, com- from a different region, and then sort of slowly unveiling the new Pokemon from other various regions. Like, Gimme Ghoul is a, a Pokemon that's in Pokemon Go right now that you could get. Um, but at the same time, there's some that you couldn't get. Like, the big one, most recently, was the accomplishment for most people was that they were able to complete the Hoenn decks because mm. the Hoenn decks was a hard one because a handful of Pokemon were only available in certain regions. Like, Tropius was very hard to come by. Um, what is it, Relicanth? I think prior to this, Relicanth was only available in, like, some small island, like Asian nation. Maybe it was New Zealand. Okay. Something like that. I forget exactly where, but, you know, yeah, they, they make them very, very difficult to get. Um, but anyway. That all that aside, uh, yeah, Ramadi is the new one that's out now. Um, so get that if you want. I mean, it's not going to be very good. It's, it is what it is. It's not a particularly powerful Pokemon for any reason, or going to be all that great in raids or anything. There's better bugs and better fairies, but still pretty cool. They did a whole uh, thing with Smeargle. I got a shiny Smeargle, which was nice. Ooh. Yeah, Lugia is going around right now. There's going to be uh, this month the Community Day Pokemon is going to be Togepi, one of my all-time favorites. 
that makes my short list of all-time favorite Pokemon. Uh, so very happy to see that one rolling around. What else is on your short list? Ooh, uh, that, that's tough to say. Uh, Suicune, for sure. I love mm-hmm. to death Suicune. Absol. Um, I don't know. I won't go. I, I figure I like. I like Heracross. I like Skizzer. I don't know if they're my favorites, but they're they're cool enough, I guess. What about you guys? Uh, Umbreon for sure. Yeah, Umbreon I got for a soft spot for for Farfetch'd and Shuckle. Yeah, you know, not Shuckle useful in certain situations. Farfetch'd, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Uh, Dragonite. Yeah, no, that's that's probably the short list right there. Plus. Yeah. I, I was watching something on Unite. To prep for a unite section, I missed the question. <laughs> I'm bad at this podcast, guys. Why do you keep me around? <laughs> your short list of favorite Pokemon. Just the, the quickest things that come to your mind. Uh, I really like Kingler. Uh-huh. I've always oh. been a big fan of Kingler. I like even though he's too. pretty one-dimensional and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I like Decidueye. I like him a lot. Decidueye. Decidueye. Decidueye is very, very cool. Decidueye just came out. Fortnite on Violet and everything. And then, you know, just pretty much all the Steel types I'm pretty good with. Yeah. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. really like steel type. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I feel bad now. No, don't. No, it it won't, won't be the last time, I'm sure. No, I won't. I'll fall asleep <laughs> during some segment at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing is that they're doing a lot of like costumed Pokemon are going around right now because they have the different flower patterns. So Eevees, Pikachu's, um, Low Punny is a big one going around right now. All that have different cosmetics. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. April, just from looking at the list, it feels like kind of a slow month for the game. It doesn't seem like too much is going down. I mean, we just came out of a big Rock Team Rocket event. Um, there was one other thing I was going to bring up. Oh, uh, gosh. Oh, uh, so for people that do the Spotlight Hour, really big Spotlight Hour coming up um, because Shelter will be the Pokemon. Not that Shelter is particularly impressive or that anyone should care about it, but every Shelter catch is a thousand Stardust. So, um, Stardust is an extremely difficult commodity to come by in the game, in bulk. So, the fact that you can just get as many Shelter as you want, like, yeah. absolutely take advantage of it. Shelter is one of the few Pokemon that gives you high Stardust rewards, that gives you 1,000 Stardust, which is mm. fucking huge. Like, a, a Meowth will give you, like, 500. A Star star you will give you 500. So, what's for, just for those who haven't played the game in years, what, like... How much is that when it comes to Stardust? Like, what do you... Oh, so, like, let's say you wanted to take a Pokemon from level 0 to level 40. You know, like, really fill out the bar. That would probably cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of 250,000 Stardust. Say you wanted to take it then from level 40 to level 50. That would probably cost you about another 150. It would probably cost about 400,000 Stardust to take one single Pokemon from Trash to Treasure. Like... And even if you got one that's like 90% full, like the bar, let's say uh, if 90% equates to it being level 35 of 40, I mean, almost all of it is that grind from 35 to 40. Mm. That's still probably 200,000 Stardust of the 250. So you need to get 20 Shelter, right? That- 200. <laughs> 20, yeah, yeah. I mean, and also you can use Star Pieces. So if you do that, every Shelter you catch should give you 2,000 Stardust, which. You know, I mean, granted, you get Stardust just doing stuff all the time in the game. Like, there's lots of different ways to get little tastes of Stardust. The game very rarely is so generous in giving you just bulk amounts of it. Um, so, absolutely take it. Oh, and, and mind you, 
If you have a shadow Pokemon, it costs even more Stardust. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, lucky traded Pokemon, though, have a reduced Stardust cost. I think it costs like 80%. So, there are some ways to get around having to use a lot of it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's going to cost a fuck ton to really max something out. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, it's very, like, literally, I just had a, like, the one that I've been walking around lately is Blaziken, because Mega Blaziken is going around, and I found a XXL, oh, this is probably new, too, XXL exists now for sizes of Pokemon, which is great, because they're just fucking giant. Like, I think that's something that, you know, in Arceus, you notice it a bit, when you have a small version mm -hmm. of something versus a large version of something. Mm -hmm. In Pokemon Go, it's very apparent when something is the XXL version of it. So, like, I've got this fucking 10-foot-tall Mega Blaziken, like, walking around with me, just looking like death, you know, with his best buddy badge on, mind you. So he's got the little badge everyone knows I powered him up. Yeah, but I wanted to make him basically as strong as I could. And, yeah, I, I chunked probably about 250,000 Stardust into it. Just to just to, just to make it the fucking best. You know? you gotta be the very best. Yeah. Like, no one ever was. Precisely. All right, I guess that covers it. I feel like there's other little things to talk about, but... Oh, the community's pissed. Well, the, surprising. The loudest part of the community is... Yeah. Aren't they always pissed? So, they... They uh, must also be Star Wars fans. And, well, the drama I found hilarious because I feel like it was such a um, uh, shoot-yourself-in-the-foot kind of stuff from the people that love to complain. Where... So, what they've done is... Um, well... It used to be that remote raid passes, like a raid pass that would let you do a raid anywhere in the world if someone invited you, or simply one that was like a mile away from you that you could still see on the map. You can use remote raid passes to go do the raids there, right? I don't know if you guys did much of the raiding. Not really, no. Nope. Okay, wow. You guys don't know shit about Pokemon. Like, <laughs> what, what, do I, what do I do for this 20 minutes of the podcast where I just talk about Pokemon Go and you're like, hmm, this is great. He's still going. He's still <laughs> 10 wow. minutes. It's 10 minutes, Max. <laughs> That's not that long. So raids. Raids exist in the gyms, right? So you can either be in proximity to it, meaning within half of a block right. probably distance, and you get one of those raid passes a day. Remote raid passes are very rarely given out, or you can buy them in the shop. Um, and it used to be that they were 150. When COVID came around, uh, they reduced the cost to 100. Now they're increasing it to 195. So, so not as much. Well, now it's a little more than what it used to be back in the day, but it's not the way it used to be or right. recently it's right so it's this increase they're they're resetting but not to the where they were when they originally started so who does this hurt uh people that don't want to play the game on the go which mm. you shouldn't play a mobile game like you should not play a game that's about you moving around if your objective is to not move around start with that um and two it does hurt people that live in rural areas mm. um mind you like you can still make you can still create Pokestops anywhere you want. Like, you can have areas that don't have a lot of people, but still have tons and tons of Pokestops. So, people that live in extremely rural areas and people that just simply don't want to leave their house or just can't leave their house. I mean, there are people who are disabled. I do feel for them for this, but again, you picked a hell of a game if you're disabled to play this game. Like, why? Um, so, essentially, they announced that the price was going to increase pretty much in range with what it used to be plus inflation. Um, and so many people just got their, got, just got in, uh, in such an uproar. We've that been they, mildly inconvenienced. That they kept making thread after thread about how, like, they were going to quit. And, like, they were, like, like the 
what was it? April 7th, I think, is supposed to be their quit day. Like, their big... Not, and oh, again, not to, not to say they're not going to play, but to actually uninstall the game and delete their account. Because they always say, like, I'll boycott it. Boycott means shit, right? So what the Pokemon Go subreddit did was they said, okay, everybody, here's your thread. This is your chance to say goodbye. Go ahead and announce, because what they will either do is be labeling them as stopped playing, or they will just outright ban them. Mm. So if you are one of those people that's going to bitch about it and say you're going to leave the community forever, like, stop stop making these threads every time Niantic does something that pisses you off. Like, fucking get over it. We're so sick of the fucking toxicity and drama. Leave. Please leave. Oh, we've probably discussed this multiple times. Well, people like that don't seem to realize that they are a drop in the bucket. Yeah. If you, if you quitting... Like everyone who's bitching about it, if everyone who's bitching about it like actually followed through and did what they said they were going to do and quit, it would not make a difference to Niantic. Yeah. Oh, and mind you, nobody's commenting in the thread that they're going to leave. Like, there's a handful of people that are doing it. But, like, no, not compared to the sheer volume like, of topics and upvotes this idea gets that people are going to just delete these accounts that they've worked on for years and years and years to play a fucking free game. And it's it's... Like, like, if you've you stuck around with it, if you've stuck with it for this long, you're probably not going anywhere. Right. You know, like the the people that it's it's probably more people that have like installed it, played for a little while, and then just forgotten about it that have have like phased out than the people who are threatening, like I'm gonna quit. Like, more people probably install yeah. this game and forget about it in a week than are bitching about quitting right now. Oh, and I think we joked about this on a podcast recently, where it was sort of like. You know, of all of the people that bitch about the national decks, they don't have a mighty Ina that they're waiting to trade into their game. Like, cool. as soon as I get that giraffe around. What percentage of the player base has the, like, obscure Gen 2 Pokemon that are not currently available in one of the modern forms? It's I was like, about to say Stantler, get, but Stantler's and Arceus. Yeah, I mean, fucking get over it. Like, ugh. I, I, I thought that was just a such a nice little twist in the knife mm. with the subreddit to at least be like, guys... Fucking shit or get off the pot. Like, <laughs> do it or don't and shut the fuck up. Right. It's just like, about the national decks thing. Like, it would be such a pain in the ass if you were playing through uh, Gen 9 and you had to catch a thousand Pokemon. Like, no, that's, that's, a, that's a threat. That's not fun <laughs> gameplay. No, just, what you have in there is probably enough. Yeah. Wes, tell us about Unite. Yeah, I didn't really see much. Okay. Yeah, Sableye. Okay. Sableye's cool. I haven't played in forever. I was just looking up to see if there was anything to Okay, so But there go. really wasn't. Okay. So I'll see if there was anything to bring up, but there isn't. Well, John, then tell us about Cafe Mix. Uh, you know what? I got pissed <laughs> off because they increased the price, so I uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here you are, gentlemen, if nothing else. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I did do, though? I started up... Uh, I have a digital copy of X on my 3DS, and I started up uh, a hardcore Nuzlocke. In oh Pokemon X, which is the Kalos region, nice. um, I let Des pick my. I was going to do a monotype Nuzlocke, and I let Des pick the type by picking the starter, and mm -hmm. she wanted uh, the fire starter. So now I'm doing a fire type Nuzlocke. Uh, I've only done that's one gym. That's tough. That's a that's a pretty exposed let, Pokemon. Let me tell you about how the bug gym went. <laughs> first of all, like there there's like four encounters before you even get to the first gym. Um, you, you're your starter, of course. You're Fennekin. Mm -hmm. uh, your your Talonflame first form whose name is now oh Fletch Fletchling yeah uh, is available not a fire type up from off uh, the the bat but I'm making an exception because fuck you it's my game um 
and Lit Leo, of course, and then the fourth encounter is um, God also escaping me. I'm gonna have to boot up the game, but anyway, your um, your Bug Gym right at the start got a level cap of twelve, and I rolled in there and I had my four Pokemon, my uh, Fennekin, and my uh, Fletch Fletchling, whose name I almost forgot again were around were at level 11. So I could have left and then gotten my... My other two Pokemon were like at level 7 and 8. So I, I should probably leave and get the levels, get to the level cap, maybe edge my way up to level 13 so I can level up mid-battle and take this thing down. Because she's only rolling with a, a Surskit and a Vivillian. I was like, no, no. I can handle her. This will be fine. Yeah, but I... She starts, of course, uh, starts, starts off with the Surskit, as she does. Uh, and I throw out uh, my Fletchling. And uh, immediately, Water Spout. Now, if I had been thinking clearly, I'd be like, i got to wait out this Water Spout. Because whoever I go, whoever goes the next... I'm playing on set mode. you got to play on set mode in a hardcore Nuzlocke. Um, when, when whoever I throw out to take on her pavilion is going to get stuck in there with infestation. So I need to be getting as much damage as I can on this thing. But I wasn't thinking, and I went ahead and I finished off the Surskate pretty quickly. And then I swapped into my Fennekin, had my strongest fire-type move against this pavilion, and of course, first thing, infestation. Doesn't do much damage. The chip damage does add up, though. And my Ember does, like, a sixth. And I was like, oh, no... And it became this back and forth. Like she, she kept using uh, damaging moves. Uh, uh, usually, just kept on using infestation over and over again. And that chip damage is really wearing down. Finally, though, the water spout wears off, and I managed to beat the thing with four HP left. I was like, I was, I was uh, fighting this battle, um, and I got a high damage roll at the end because even after the water sport ended, I was doing maybe like uh, a quarter damage on the first hit on the second because she, she was only in the yellow. And I was like, I'm not going to kill with another Ember. And I immediately started thinking, do I really want a Nuzlocke? <laughs> or do I just want to play for fun? I'm like going through my head, how do I justify cheating my here's, own rules? Here's the thing. It's the first gym, and it's a fucking bug gym. Mm -hmm. You should have the advantage. I should have a severe advantage. And you're just barely getting and I just, scraping by. I, I barely scrape by with, with my starter intact. I mean, here's the thing, is like... Your starter is going to be weak to rock, uh -huh. water, ground. And rock is uh, the next one. Dark. You're weak to ghost. Yep. You're going to get jammed up, dude. Yeah, for a rough day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough type. It's tough type to try to nuzlocke, but we'll see how this goes. There is a lot of distance between the first and second gym. I think the level cap's going to go up to like 25. So I'll have some, some evolutions in there. But yeah, the, the second gym's going to be rough. What is the second gym in that Rock. Ooh. And he's got the two fossils. Oh, yeah. So One's the, the, the ice, ice and... Yeah, the, the Aurorus and the... Dragon, right? Tyrantum. He's not no, He's evolved. just a rock at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, rock's not a particularly specially defensive type. I'll probably yeah, figure out a way. Flesh Ender is, like, double weak to uh, Yeah, there's no, there's no way I'm going to be able to throw out Flesh Ender. But Does Livio learn any fighting, fighting moves? moves? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. It's probably something you can pick up for well, I, I, at that point. Oh, I can't uh, just get oh, that generation has Volcanian. Get Volcanian. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it'll be fine. 
Uh, there, are, there are still a number of encounters. Like it, it is kind of front loaded, but I can encounter. Uh, the next one is either a Hound Hour or an Eevee to take to a Flareon. I've got a higher chance of getting the Hound Hour, and I kind of want the Hound Hour a little bit more because um, I hardly ever play with uh, Hound Doom. That means um, that one's got like crazy special attack. Uh, of course, Charizard is just going to be a gift Pokemon. Chandelure is in uh, this generation. That'll be a good one. If you can find Bulldoze, that's a ground move that Leo can learn. Okay. That may be good. Yeah. If, I don't know where it is, though. What was your fourth fire? Do you remember my chance? I don't remember. It's it's totally getting it away must from have been real, real good. Yeah, really amazing Pokemon. Yeah. But, anyway, I'll... I'll oh, get Scoville Okay. <laughs> That's a fi fire grass. There yeah. you go. Yeah, you're good. You're fine. You're just yeah. brick it. But anyway, well, I'll, I'll circle back and... Well, once, once I look this up and cover it. But... You guys want to just start breaking down the, the new pokes? Break it down. Yeah, let's do it. All right, who wants to kick us off? I'll knock out an iron, an iron. I have all four iron. I have four of the... I can't talk. It's okay. I'll fix it in post. I'll won't. fix it in post. You won't. You're, You're doing, like an idiot and everything. You're, You're doing just, great. You got to laugh at me. You got to add a laugh track right here. <laughs> God, would that, that would be like the like lowest brow cheesy bullshit. <laughs> a laugh track on a podcast. Who the fuck would do that? Uh, oh, of course, I forgot my Simisir. Oh, yeah, that's that's forgettable. <laughs> yeah. That's extremely <laughs> uh, Of course, it is a Panseer at this point. It evolves with the Firestone, but yeah. They, they're not that bad, though. They're still, like, you know... They've got, like, 500 combined stats. They're not awful. Yeah, they, they're just uh, mostly... Pretty one-dimensional. Un unremarkable, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Wax, you, right. you got a bomb. I grabbed four irons, mm -hmm. because... You yeah. were assigned four irons. I was assigned four irons. So I'll start with Iron Moth, which is... Uh, I like this guy. Fire Poison type. I always like that combination. Of course, since it's one of the irons, so it has the Quark Drive uh, ability, which is not that... You know, it's cool. Uh, this guy's got a combined total of 570 stats. Oof. 80, 70, 60, 140 special attack, 110 special defense, and a 110 speed. So he's fast and he hits hard. That's pretty reflective of uh, of Volcarona. It's based on the design of Volcarona, of course. Yep. Or um, no, no, Volcarona. I was about to say uh, Larvesta, but no, that's the other one. Uh, pretty reflective of that, where it's really loaded into the special stats. I mean, I prefer the other design. The Larvesta one. No, is it is it a Larvesta in the other one? Is that what that thing is? In the Scarlet version. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah, it picks up normal. Kind of move, picks up Sludge Wave, Discharge randomly. Um, fiery Dance will be its fire move before Overheat at 91. I haven't really... I, I had to look up what Fiery Dance actually does. It's a 50% chance to increase your special attack. That's not bad. That's really cool. Especially for a thing that's already sporting 140 special. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. AD attack with 10 PP. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I like that it picks up moves like uh, Bug, Buzz, and Hurricane. So you get some off discharge, you get some off-type coverage there. Because you do have weaknesses. I'll oh, stand by. I just had the weaknesses right in front of me. Oh, right. I should. I got it right here. Uh, you, you got weaknesses to ground, four times weakness to ground, actually. Uh, rock, water, and psychic. A lot of resistances, though. Quite a few. Fighting, poison, bug, steel, fire, grass, ice, fairy. You like that defensive type. That was a really good pairing. But you know, to uh, you, you got your discharge if you want to cover your ground weakness, um, and then you got to bug buzz if you want to cover your psychic weakness. Uh, you, you say you discharge doing... to cover your ground weakness. Water. Did I say ground? I meant water. You said, yeah. 
Bam. Wow, that was a pretty good tight pairing. Yeah. You're trying to see if there's like, oh, you can teach a solar beam if you want to cover your If you want to do the sunny day solar beam combo. Mm-hmm. Anything else about this thing? No. It's cool. It's got a cool design, little floaty wings and everything around it. So. Yeah, I think it actually is one of the better designs for the iron. Yeah, the irons are really plain and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, the what are the other ones called? They don't have like a, a running theme. Oh yeah. oh yeah, they don't have a they don't have a named theme like that. So what should we? I mean, what do people typically call them? Or the better ones. The better ones. Yeah, that's true. They are just simply the better. I ones. mean, I guess you could say be like a past or future. The past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The past paradox. I don't know. The past. Yeah, they're much better designs. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan Tagen. Can we go with one? Yeah. Uh, I will go, first on my list is uh, Claude Sire, uh, which, you know, it's a, it's a ground poison. comes with a triple set of abilities that you can get, which would be to be water uh, water absorber, poison point, or unaware. Um, 430 stats doesn't sound great, but I think it's better than the stats would believe you to have. HP, 130. Attack, 75. Defense, 60. Special attack, 45. Special defense, 100. Speed, a blistering 20. Yeah. <laughs> it is extremely slow. Uh, so, Clodsire is supposed to be a regional variant of the Whooper Quagsire. I think it was Gen 2 when that one came around, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's it's a, it's an interesting type combo. Kind of funny that this is the only other ground poison that exists in the game is, is Nido King and Queen. Yeah. So, oh, we, have, we, have, yeah. we haven't seen this type combo in quite some time. Uh, it does have four weaknesses. Uh, that said, my recommendation of all of the ones that you have here in terms of ability, probably take Water Absorb. Like, Water Absorb not only straight up neutralizes one of its four weaknesses, it turns it into a strength because it, you'll, you'll heal off mm-hmm. of it if anyone tries to use it for you. That's yeah, a very good point. Yeah, give you some good swap-ins. Um, Poison Point's not going to be that helpful. His defense is so low anyways. I mean, he does have good HP to make up for that, but... Yeah, I, I wouldn't... And I would not... I don't really see a lot of capacity to quote unquote bulk up with this guy. It doesn't seem like he's really the bulking up sort. Um, and you're also pretty slow. So Poison Point doesn't really make a lot of sense. And if you wanted to be an actual attacker, I was looking at some builds online people were making. They actually said they actually went with Unaware. Unaware has some usage because it ignores opponents' stat buffs. Hmm. Oh, so you yeah. can kind of cut through some of that. But again, 75 attack and 45 special attack is like, yeah. It's not great. This thing seems like it exists to just annoy the ever-loving fuck out of certain kinds of opponents. And again, being that it's ground type, it's also great against electric. So water and electric are very, very prevalent types. And people just seem to like them a lot. So the fact that this thing is like such a hard counter to those gives it tons and tons of use cases. So, um, And I think that's why it sits at... Uh... Go ahead, Wes. Just Sorry. Do it. I opened it out there initially, but now it's... All right, every every all right. I'm gonna give you that sippy cup. Edit that out. <laughs> really, what we should do is just start shaking all of the uh, carbonation out of his drinks. <laughs> they make like lemonade. Have you ever had lemonade? Like in your like life, in general? Yes, I've had lemonade. <laughs> it's delicious. Why do you need to drink a carbonated Dr Pepper? Drink lemonade. Uh, excuse me, it's cherry coke. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, so sorry. You're just drinking your carbonated sugar water. Uh, what were we talking about? Claude Sire. Claude Sire. So yeah, pretty good. I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, so a, a move set you could use, and this seems to be kind of good at what it does. Earthquake, so if you have to do some damage. Toxic, Stealth Rocks, and Recover. Just, you know, being difficult. Just difficult to get through that. 
Uh, also has things like Acid Spray. Acid Spray is fantastic if you're doing a raid with other people, especially other special attackers. Great, great, great. Something like Substitute and even Spikes. So I think there are specific conditions where this one really will shine. Um, and it actually was very popular. I forget which one, but one of the seven stars recently. This was like the go-to Pokemon for it. I am. Yeah, just because, you know, again, tough, tough to break through this guy. I mean, um, it's kind of funny that you can run this thing as a water type. You can put, like, Rain Dance and Liquidation on it. Sure. Uh, also, like, if, if you really want to run a special set, you shouldn't. Uh, hydro Pump, Surf, uh, and then uh, Chilling Water. Water yeah, Pulse. Yeah, I, I, I don't look at this thing as the one that's going to do the damage. I think that this is the one that's going to neutralize mm. the opponent for others to do the damage. Or to just, you know, extract a pound of flesh with a thing like Stealth Rocks. Like, like how how disrespectful a build like like you're saying uh recover um toxic mud slap anything else J yeah. just be like annoying as fuck <laughs> be a real piece of shit <laughs> you're in oh sandstorm throw a sandstorm on there because why not yeah just be a real piece of shit or, or a rest sleep talk mud slap toxic yeah you, um, you can be a real piece of shit with this thing yeah and I would lastly just say the design is kind of kind of cute. It's fun. Um, I think that Quagsire is one of the worst designed Pokemon mm, exactly. ever. He's a big poop. So this one, uh, you know, didn't have to do much to be better, but it did. It did just enough to be better, right? Yeah, remember, I, I might have said this before. Um, the first time I played through Gold version, uh, I encountered a Wooper, and I was like, oh, look, look at this little guy. He's kind of cute, and caught a Wooper and add him to the party. I could always go dab a water type. Super useful. Yeah. The second it evolved, I said, nope, boxed him. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible design. Yeah. Um, the shiny is cool in a low-key sort of way. It basically turns it purple. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, the normal one is very much like that muddy, gray, kind of brownish color. Um, you know, the shiny one's pretty cool. Also very easy to shiny hunt very early in the game. Because there's that, like, low-level, like, muddy with the puddles part. Like, that's sort of like the, uh, just a little bit northeast of where, like, the lighthouse is, where your house, where, like, your house that you first start the game at. I think I know what you're talking you about. You can walk right over there and get one of these quagsires, like, real fucking quick. So... That's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm totally... I, I think for, for it being one of the lowest, probably the single lowest stats of anything I've talked about as we've done these breakdowns, I'm still pretty positive on it. For it's got, uh, like, the right sort of stat distri distribution. You don't yeah. need speed for this thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, like, you find something that, uh, like, a nature that will decrease your speed and increase anything else, like your defense, and give you a little bit more durability, and you're good to go. Because the defense is low, but... I was going to say not total trash. It's just pretty bad. But not like uh, something that you can't work around it. Well, and again, also, 130 HP and 100 special defense. Mm -hmm. It's also, it's got really, it's, it's very, very good if you know that that's what your opponent's going to come in with. Yep, for sure. Mm -hmm. well, let's start uh, my list with Baxcalibur, the Ice Dragon Pokemon, because fuck you, Kairuan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this Pokemon blasts cryogenic air out of its mouth their air can even freeze liquid hot lava. Oh. Uh, the other entry for this is it launches itself into battle by flipping upside down and spewing frigid air out of its mouth. It finishes off its opponents with its dorsal blade. Like I said, this is a dragon ice type Pokemon. It evolves from Frigibax at level 35 and Arctobax at level 54. So some kind of like some fifth generation style evolutions there. Pretty late. 
the type pairing makes it weak to fighting rock, steel, dragon, and fairy, and resists water, grass, and electric. That ice type is not doing it any favors here. Um, I, I don't think it neutralizes any weaknesses by being an ice dragon type. Oh, it neutralizes the, the ice type's yeah. weakness to fire. And that's pretty much it. Otherwise, you're just picking up the ice type weaknesses with your dragon. Uh, but as far as abilities, Thermal Exchange raises the attack stat by one stage if it's hit by a damaging fire move. Also means this Pokemon cannot be burned. And its hidden ability is Ice Body, which restores 1 16th of your max HP during hail or snow. You go with that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Unless you're trying well, to do Also like, worth noting, like Thermal Exchange doesn't make you immune to fire type damage. It'll right. still take the normal damage. It just means that you you know you can't be burned and you get a boost to your attack. Which is nice. Right. Very nice. Right. Uh, total best stats, a big six hundred. This is the game's pseudo legendary, as mm -hmm. we usually find in uh, most Pokemon games. Uh, HP at 115, 145 for the big big attack stat. 92, 75, 86, and 87. So a lot of the stats are loaded up into the attack and HP and relatively evenly distributed throughout the rest with kind of like, you know, high average stats, except for the special attack. That's the lowest one at 75. For your moves, you're looking at things like Glaive Rush. That's the signature move. Breaking Swipe, Dragon Tail, Crunch, Ice Fang, Icicle Crash, Dragon Claw, things that you would expect out of uh, physical dragon and ice types. For TMs, you're looking at things like Thunderfang, Brick Break, Bulldoze, Zen Headbutt, Body Slam, Iron Head, Earthquake, Outrage. Uh, egg moves, you can pick up uh, Aqua Tail and Dragon Rush. If that's what you want to do with your life. Um, this design is pretty plain. Uh, not a particularly great shiny either. It becomes like more of a, a slightly greenish blue with pink claws, but otherwise... I was actually a very... I did shiny hunt one. That was actually mm -hmm. one of the very first one I did a shiny hunt for. Nice. Very difficult to spot. Mm -hmm. Very difficult to spot. There's not much differentiation between the two. Yeah, the, the design, like... Looks like Tyranitar, like, though, basically. Yeah, Dragonite, like... It's not like Dragonite, Tyranitar. Salamence is a little bit more intricate. It's not like they, they had, like, amazing designs. This one... You know, as as Pokemon designs have uh, kind of, but he's got like a back more. axe and he's called Frigid Backs. Yeah, you know, Hexorus who had a face axe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I I don't hate the design. It's also not particularly special. Uh, it's not great to be weak to those five things like Rock and Steel. It's not that bad, um, but lots of things can learn Rock Slide. So that's mm -hmm. kind of a bummer. Um, that like I was saying that the. the Type pairing does not do much for it. The ice type in general is a pretty weak type. But um, not, not much in the way of setup or strategy. You're just kind of pumping out tons of raw damage and is really good at it. It's kind of pick your best moves and trample through enemies and you'll be okay in most fights. I don't particularly like the, the low special defense or speed. Um, the speed's not that low, but it's not particularly great either. If you like we're giving it uh, like a jolly nature to buff up your speed a little bit, you're, this thing can learn special attacks. Why bother with special builds if you're at a 75 and then, like, what did I say, 145 base attacks and like that? Um, yeah, it's true. Like, of, of both its defenses and its speed, it all feels like it's just... You feel like you want more. Yeah, just, like a, just, just a little, little bit. More. You, you want to tweak that a little bit to where it's just like a little bit faster, a little bit bulkier. Mm -hmm. And you might as well sacrifice that special defense. Um, you So you're, you're most likely going to do a physical build with this thing. You can cover a lot of your weaknesses with a, with a moveset like Glaive Rush, 
Ice Cold Crash, Zen Headbutt, uh, Iron Head. Uh, you could swap out like a Brick Break or an Earthquake if you want to cover your Steel type weakness. You can really dominate a lot of fights in just like a four fun playthrough. If you're like doing like a, a, a raid or a competitive set with this thing, you probably want to have some do some setup for it because it's not going to do any sort of setup on its own. But yeah, thumbs up. Good Pokemon. West tag in. Alrighty, I'm gonna do Iron Treads. That's the Don fan looking one. That's the Don fan looking one. Uh, ground Steel type. It's got a very plain flavor text, so I'm not even gonna bother reading it. Uh, this guy, since Ground Steel is gonna be weak to Fire, Water. Um, what is that? Ground? No, he's yeah, he's Ground Steel, but he's weak to Ground. That's yeah, Steel's weak to Ground. Yeah. Ground does not resist itself. That's funny. So fire, water, ground, and fighting, it's going to be weak to. Uh, this guy's got you know the same stat amount as all the other iron ones, which is 570. Uh, 90 HP, 112, 120, 72, 70, and 106. Speedy little thing. Yeah, it's a fast little guy. I'm surprised it's that fast. Yeah. So it's going to pick up your typical moves, make a horn, which is an interesting one they learned I thought was weird. It's like, all right, make a horn, random bug move. Uh, earthquake, Heavy Slam, Stormy Tantrum, you know, the typical kind of things with TMs, Ice Fangs, Rock Tombs, uh, Rock Slides, the typical plain stuff for those kind of lineups for that. This guy's boring. I, I, I just don't like this guy at all. It's just a regular Crown Steel type. It's a, it's a fancy Onyx, a Steelix. I mean, that's all it is. Um, Does it outspeed... Or out attack like an Excadrill? It's one of six speed. That's what my first comparison is to this thing. It looks a lot like an Excadrill. I love that one. I love that Pokemon. I'll look it up. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. again, there's just with all of these items. Yeah, but Excadrill's what do you, what do you say still like. It certainly doesn't have, it it certainly doesn't like have 570 stats. I know that. No, it doesn't. Ooh, but it has a 135 attack. My god. But only 88 speed. So yeah, this thing outspeeds an Excadrill. With the exact same type combo. Eh, but yeah, that's a pretty bugger. I mean, attack. Excadrill has more HP with 110 opposed to 90, more attack, 130 to 112. It's just not going to be as tanky yeah. uh, with the 60 defense mm-hmm. opposed to the 120, but that's yeah, the only. I mean, like, Iron Trance, by no means is this a bad Pokemon. It's, no, definitely not. I mean, it's, it's pretty it's, focused. It knows what it's trying to do, and it's 106 speed pretty good, honestly, so I don't know. Shiny's not great. Yeah, all their shinies are just like a slightly brighter version of them I even like I was looking at this one instead of like having the black parts of the tusk or the the trunk and the black tusk it's just silver trunk and tusks yeah it doesn't even change the the red to anything else mm-hmm. missed opportunity yeah yeah seems fine yeah has anything the, else you want to say about it nope has the uh the quirk drive like all the other ones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no egg moves because you can't make eggs of these things right you know it's, a, it's, a, it's an iron. Sure is. All right, Ryan, tag in. Oh, guess what, fellas? We got a, the reason why we've avoided doing these things. Another iron. <laughs> Very I cool. have iron bundle. Um, so it's a water ice, has quark drive. This one's a play on Delibird, everyone's favorite Delibird. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that we needed more of. Yeah, yeah. So 570 combined stats, of course, 56 HP, 80 attack, 114 defense, uh, 124 special attack, 60 defense and 136 speed. Oof. So, yeah, that 136 speed is pretty amazing, actually. 
Uh, we'll talk about quick. another fast Pokemon in a minute that I kind of have a thing I want to bring up about it. But at what this point speed is, is really unparalleled. At what, point, at what point is it just too much speed? Because never. Once you go over the other Pokemon's speed, like who gives a crap about all the other speed you get? So it's like I do. It, do it, can, it can it can matter in balancing, you know. Like there are certain again, I I have a point I want to make, and I'll make it with my third Pokemon. But as for my second one, which is Iron Bundle, right? Uh, so yeah, it's it's another one of these these kind of odd looking. You know, future paradox is that what we're calling them? Uh, very strange stat line, but yeah, 124 special attack at 136 speed. You know, it's it's cr- crazy fast. There's really only a handful of Pokemon that are going to outspeed it, uh, but extremely fragile, and mm. I mean extremely fragile. 56 HP. You know, and 60 uh, special defense. That's 60 great. special. That's really really bad. Also, it does not have a good. I mean, it's. And you got to be weak to electric the, grass. Yeah. Ground. Not a ton. Oh, sorry, not ground. Rock. You're not fighting. Not a ton of weaknesses, but you really don't like being weak to electric and. I don't think weakness. It's great that you're naming them. I don't think weaknesses really matter. Hmm. Unless you're resisting it or are immune to it, it's probably going to kill you if it's a special attack and your opponent is. If your opponent has 570 strats distributed anywhere, it's going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) If it outspeeds you, you are in trouble. Well, you're really, like, uh, it's extremely one-dimensional. That's what I was going to say. It's like, it has water and ice moves, sure. I mean, things like freeze-dry and ice beam, I guess. Like, if you just want to, like, press A playthrough of the game, this thing with ice beam probably wins. Like, just a zero, turn your brain off and just play through whatever your opponent is. Hit it with an ice beam. You'll be faster. It'll probably die. Are you telling me you don't want to use a whirlpool strategy to trap someone in the arena with you no I think that's that's terrible oh my god no yeah I, I remember looking it up there really just isn't anything fun there's no like gimmicky weird gadget setups with this thing probably because it's stats it's defensive stats and bulk are so bad does it learn present I don't, I don't know I'll, yeah, I, I think you can it if you I'm want. gonna have to look this up. Does it learn present? Yeah, I, I think if you like, you want a Pokemon that's just gonna be like get in there and have four different attacks. You're gonna want something that has a bit more move diversity and bit more like even stat dash distribution. <gasps> you know, like like Backscalibur is pretty one dimensional. He's you're going to put him in there to attack, but at least you can have four different types of attack to cover some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty underwhelmed by the move set, so I don't know. I really don't have anything to say about it. Like again, I think this is easy mode. If if you were playing it like probably how most eight year olds played the original Pokemon game, where it was like you had four attacking moves and that was what you did, mm-hmm. then this is your guy. You, you can't teach a present. Oh, you learn it. There you go. Then you're welcome to run it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't stopping you. Uh, next up, we got. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry, everybody. Chien Pao. Sure. Is that how you pronounce? I've never heard this said out loud. Um, it is the ruinous Pokemon. This, uh, this, uh, in case uh, you need a point of reference, it's like the saber tooth cat looking thing. Okay, with the really long like weasel it has body, literal swords for tusks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Pokemon can control a hundred tons of fallen snow. It plays around innocently by leaping in and out of avalanches. It has caused. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. What a dick. Wait for it. The hatred of those who perished by the sword long ago has clad itself, uh, and now... Eh, sorry, hang on. Yeah, words are tough. Yeah, I know. We, we, we both experienced that tonight. <laughs> 
The hatred of those who perished by the sword long ago have clad itself in snow and become a Pokemon. So this is like the manifestation of people who Game have who murdered? have killed in battle. See, but it's a dark type though. That's the kind of entry you get for a ghost type. Mm, that's a good point. So it is a dark ice type. No evolutions is one of the, the that's a fun combination. Single form. Uh, it's like a weaver. Doesn't really do anything for it, but. Yeah. Uh, it is one of the uh, Volt Pokemon, so no evolutions or anything like that. Uh, weak to fighting, rock, bug, steel, fire, and fairy. It's a lot of weaknesses. It's six Forex weaknesses. To, Forex to fighting. Forex right? to fighting. Yeah. Uh, resists ghost, ice, and dark, so ghost and itself. And you do have that immunity to psychic thanks to the dark type. You have the one ability, Sword of Rune, which decreases the, de- the defense stat of all other Pokemon on the field by 25%. Got uh, big base stats up at 580 for this uh, legendary Pokemon. Uh, distributed 80, 130 attack, 80, 90, 65, 135 speed. So big, big attack, big speed. Really big in both of those. Special attack is also pretty good. If you could get away with a special build, if you really want to. I'll spend by Iron Bundle. I'll spend by <laughs> 136. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely got there. Uh, by level up, you're getting moves like uh, Payback, Night Slash, Icicle Crash, Sucker Punch, Ruination, Sacred Sword, Throat Chop, TMs, you're going to things like uh, Ice Fang, Aerial Ace, Brick Break, Psychic Fang, Sword Dance, Ice Spinner. No egg moves for this thing because there's no evolutions. Uh, really big stats, like I was saying, in attack and speed. You are going to hit really hard and most likely first, except to Iron Bundle. We kind of wish that the special attack and special defense were swapped. I don't love like the 65 special defense. And with one, like you could do a special attack build, but you're wasting kind of 40 points of, of stat distribution there. You you should do a physical build of this thing. Um, so you, you get pretty exposed with the, the 80 HP and the 65 special defense because the 80 HP is all right, but kind of fringy. And you, with the six type weaknesses, there's a lot you're trying to play around. Uh, you can only really cover two of your type weaknesses with the available move pools if you go with a Psychic Fang and an Aerial Ace. But that said, a lot of that won't matter because you're going to one-shot a lot of things as soon as they come out. Yeah, you can get a ton of work put in by this thing if you're doing like a, a four-fun playthrough with a moveset like Swords Dance, Icicle Crash, uh, Sacred Sword, and you know, pick your dark move. So play some stabs and throw Swords Dance on there and you're dealing out a ton of damage. I, I did use this thing a little bit for uh, raids because it has swords dance. It can make quick work of a lot of like your your four and five star raids. Um, it doesn't quite have the bulk to stand up to anything higher than a five star raid, though. Still, really fun to use. You can uh, go go through a lot of the games kind of relying on this thing. All right, next one's Iron Thorns, the Tyranitar future Pokemon. This guy is gonna be a Rock Electric, gonna be weak to water, grass, fire, and double weak to gra- uh, ground, which is a uh, it's a bummer. That's rough. That's a rough time. Uh, flavor text is really boring with all these little iron guys. I'm not even gonna bother with it. Move set: he picks up the fangs, so fire fang, ice fang, thunder fang, and the punches by TM. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. You can learn yeah, the punches weird. if you really want to teach him punches. Um, Quirk overdrives. So it's not like you do anything special with them. Uh, yeah, this guy's pretty just straightforward. He picks up a lot of rock moves and 
picks up uh, Wild Charge. That's the electric move you're going to want to run with this guy. Unless there's any better TMs, which I didn't see any better TMs. They're all like Electro Ball and stuff. And Electro Ball is a super weird one with a base speed of 72. Yeah. Why is this thing... And also, you can, you can teach this thing. Ice Beam, uh, F- Focus Blast, Thunderbolt, Flamethrower. You could have a really fun special attacking build. It's base special attack is 70. Yeah, this guy... I mean, he, he's just there to bite and punch. That's it. 100 HP... 134 attack, 110 defense, and then down to 70 special attack and 84 special defense and 72 speed. Like, there's I, a lot of fun stuff you could do with them if you want to, like, play it on hard mode and just... <laughs> well, not hard mode, but less easy mode and go for full special layout. I mean, Dragon uh, dragon Dance on there. You love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an amazing setup move. You learn rain dance. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, How? What is? This is a really strange move set. It can learn like vault switch. Yeah, because why not? Um, but I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking you just be real shitty, and do uh, dragon dance, rock blast, sandstorm, and pin missile. Oh god! And have it hold a king's rock. <laughs> just just run a flinching set on this thing. Oh god! <laughs> or the loaded dice if you just wanted to um, just sure hit, hit the full amount because <laughs> it's got a fucking one thirty four attack. You don't really need the thing to flinch if you one shot it. So <laughs> I think it'd just be it'd be real shitty to like set up a couple of dragon dances and just <laughs> start throwing pin missiles. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a disrespectful move set. Anyway, anything else about this thing? Um, it's probably got the best shiny out of the future ones. Where instead of green, it just goes all silver like metal. Mm. So that's probably going to be the best one out of... Iron Bundle had a pretty good shiny. Hey, well, I don't know if you mentioned that. I didn't see his. There's a color swap blue. Yeah. Instead of the red. It was alright. Yeah. Well, like, so your comparison for it would be a Lolan Golem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which conversely, I mean, it has like... 80 less combined stats. Um, and it has bigger defense, but it's way slower. Less HP, certainly less attack. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. And also, we gotta keep... I mean, we keep kind of brushing past the Cork Drive thing, I guess. But we have to realize that Cork Drive is like a 30. It's, it's going to be a... It's a 30% bump. Yeah. yeah that's, that's just, Technically, they think this thing has roughly like 170 attack. Yeah. That's a lot of... I mean, assuming that that's the thing that you boost. That is a powerful pin missile. Yeah, <laughs> a very very powerful pin missile. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 cool. I like the design enough. I guess. I, don't know. I hadn't said anything, so I was just saying something. Yeah, uh, I think you're up next though. Tag oh, in. I'm a, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, now for something pr- pretty wild. Uh, we'll do the box art legendary from Scarlet Coriadon, uh, which is a fighting dragon. It comes with this oracalum. <laughs> Pulse? I hope I'm saying that right. Or a Callum Pulse? I don't know. But essentially what that does is that it triggers harsh sunlight. Having an ability that triggers harsh sunlight is literally something that was previously reserved for, I think, only Torkoal and I want to say Ninetales? Like he has a hidden ability for Ninetales. Fuck. That's great. And they're throwing it onto something with combined 680 stats. Oh, With fuck. 100 HP, 135 attack, 115 defense, 85 special attack, 100 speed or 100, 100 special defense and 135 speed slow compared to an iron bundle <laughs> <laughs> but still 
bonkers fast. Yeah, this thing's a 135 stats. My God. Um, so, yeah, tons and tons of uses. And this is like a, a Groudon. Yeah. Or, or Rayquaza level stats. This thing's a monster. Yeah, I noticed that starting with, I guess, with, uh, I want to say Gen 6 and on, all of the box art legendaries just get 680 stats. Mm. So they did make this jump from going from having them all be 600 to 680. Um, and yeah, this is definitely the beneficiary of that. It has five weaknesses, um, including a four times weakness to fairy. I mean, that's that's not great. But it does have seven resists. And if you think about this ability being tacked onto it, like the fact that it sort of gets a third type almost because it can now really utilize all of these crazy fire moves that it has access to. Um, you know, not to mention the fact that it's got, you know, at least 100 of HP, and both defenses is, is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, you know, it gets all kinds of different moves. I mean, if you really just want to focus on what it's the best at, yeah, things like uh, Breaking Swipe, which, which hits all opponents and lowers attacks, Collision Course, which has about a 30% uh, boost to super effective hits. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I don't have the full move list in front of it, but it seems like it just has this murderer's row of moves. I think... A drain drain punch. If if you're feeling mean. If you want to talk setups, here's a setup. Screech, Swords Dance, uh, Bulk Up Drain Punch. Mm. There you go. Fucking nothing's gonna touch you. Like again, unless it's a ghost, <laughs> then you should worry. But yeah, like the fact that it can do all of that stuff with its stats and has a drain punch, pretty fucking cool. Oh, but then just on the other type, like if there's 18 types in the game, I imagine it's got uh, 16 different like earthquake, your, your rock slides, all that shit. It gets it's just, you know pick what you want. Um, and it kind of has an answer for everything. Keep in mind, so it's also weak to. Um, Dragon and ice, but you know it, it is dragon, and fighting is good against ice. So uh-huh. you're really not worried about that. It has access to crunch if you care about psychics, and it even has an iron head to take out fairies. I mean, if you're worried about flying, uh, ice or thunderfang, you know you got you got those. So those are probably the big things. If you're gonna attack on an extra move, maybe if you're worried about that. But even then, I don't really think you should. So get this, and I looked this up. Um, Available in Scarlet and Violet, there's four Pokemon that outspeed this thing. That's it. Four. Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle is one of them, yes. Uh, oh, ooh. <laughs> Do you guys dare guess? Do you guys dare guess? Are they... Trimpow. Oh. Excluding legendaries. Excluding oh, legendaries. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, for... No. Oh, and, and, and no, uh, Shenpao is also has 135. So yeah, they, 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 have, they have the same. Oh, okay. So... It- so there's four Pokemon that are faster than this thing outside of legendaries. Non-legendaries. That have a base speed greater than 135. Are they new to the generation? Or are they... Uh, or are they no, like, no, I think they've all... None, none of these are new to this gen. Oh, man. Fuck, that's hard. I mean, it wouldn't be a Jolteon. I think Jolteon's down at 125. I don't know why Skizzer pops my head. He's not that fast. Um, Maybe uh, Kilowattrol? How about that? Who else is fast in this gen? Cyclozar isn't that fast. Oh, it's in this gen? No, no, no. It wouldn't be Just new to this gen. available in Sword. Or available in Scarlet. Oh, available. Okay. Claude Sire with Wonder Room. Ooh. <laughs> Good answer. Ooh. Technically correct. But that's yes. kind of correct. <laughs> but who, who we got? Who else beats? Um, one's from Gen 1. Does that give you any clues? Who's really fast from Gen 1? Is Voltorb's not in this generation. 
Is is, is electrode electrodes in this? Electrode. Yeah. Wow, I've totally glossed over Electro. I definitely have one. I completed the Pokedex. The first shiny I remember encountering was an, uh, was a Voltorb. Hmm. And it was because it was blue, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta get it, and then it blew up. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh son no. of a bitch. What are you gonna do? That's fine. Who else? Uh, Beresciuta. Okay. Beresciuta is extremely fast. Okay. And Dragapult. Oh. Dragapult has like 142 oh, yeah, yeah. base speed. And of all of these, and then again, and Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle as well. I really think the only one that actually seems like a genuine threat is Dragapult. Hmm. Dragapult kind of can take it on its own terms and is faster. But even then, your opponent also needs to make sure, damn sure they outspeed you because 135 is still super duper fast. If you invest Cryodon's EVs into speed, it catches up to all these guys. Mm-hmm. So, And, I, yeah. and Dragapult's not going to have the, the physical bulk. So, you know, Cryodon... Got a pretty decent chance to survive a hit, and then Dragon Balls just kind of die. Yeah. Um, so one of you guys will eventually get to Mariadon, and I'm sure that you will gush about it and, and say say it's amazing. Um, and it will be, I'm sure. Uh, but go, Coridon is is for real. This is easily one of the top tier Pokemon of this generation or oh, that generation. It slays and raids, by the way. Tremendous, sh- tremendous shiny. Yeah. Really, really good. Ooh, wow! I need to see the shiny. What? Oh, yeah, that's a shiny right there. That's how it's done. As I understand, though, it's shiny locked. Probably. The encounter is shiny locked, so I don't know how anyone's getting a shiny locked. Uh, probably just uh, mining the game data. Yeah. Because it, it probably exists within the game. It's just not made available. Uh, I am up next with Flamigo, fellas. Very the nice. synchronized Pokemon. This Pokemon apparently... <laughs> This Pokemon apparently ties the base of its neck into a knot so that the energy stored in its belly does not escape from its beak. Because that's how knots and necks work. So it doesn't throw up? Sure. And also that's how energy works? It just seeps out? Yeah. I can feel the energy in my belly seeping out of my mouth right now as I'm talking. Thanks to a behavior of theirs known as synchronizing, end quotes, an entire flock of these Pokemon can attack simultaneously in perfect harmony. This is a flying, fighting, single-type Pokemon. Weird. Weird that this thing didn't get an evolution. Uh, it kind of seems like it might be right for an evolution in a future generation. That what, t- what do you think its evolution would look like? Uh, Coridon. No, no idea. It's, it's like... Uh, Maybe uh, if you uh, had to design this guy's evolution, a flamingo, a flamingo that does karate. I don't know. Do you it's know a you, type. Do you know what you call a group of flamingos? A flamboyance. A flamboyance. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, that I feel like fun. they could just call this thing like the flamboyo or something like that, mm-hmm. and then just maybe have, have like oh, a that's his evolution. More maybe two sets of wings, or maybe actually have physical arms. Oh sure, punching <laughs> hands, some boxing yes. gloves on them. That's <laughs> 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 for the fuck of it. Yeah, I don't know what you would do to make this thing. Give it two sets of wings or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it is weak to flying, electric, psychic, ice, and fairy. We're talking about a lot of Pokemon that have so many weaknesses. Uh, resists fighting bug, grass, and dark, and immune to ground, of course. Got a bunch of different abilities. You can have your Scrappy, which means it can hit ghost-type Pokemon with normal and fighting moves. Tangled Feet, which doubles evasion when confused. And its inability is Co-Star, which means when it enters a battle, it copies the allies stat changes onto itself 
So kind of a, a fun little double battle gimmick. Uh, base stat total at 500, so pretty good, especially for a one-form Pokemon you can encounter early on in the game. Uh, distributed at uh, 82, 115 big attack, 74, 75, 64, and 90. So pretty decent speed to go along with big attack. By level up, you're getting things like wing attack, roost, air slash, mega kick, wide guard, throat chop, brave bird. By TM, you can pick up water pulse, acrobatics, pounce, chilling water, aerial ace, uh, Slow Sweep, Fling, U-Turn, Bulk Up, Fly, Liquidation, Tailwind, Reversal, Hurricane, Close Combat, a bunch of different things. Uh, egg Moves to do uh, a Quick Guard or Sky Attack or Double Team. So it can hit hard and pretty quick. It's a thing we've said a lot uh, about a lot of Pokemon in this generation. Uh, it learns quite a few special attacking moves, but why bother? This thing is obviously a physical attacker. Quite a few of the, the weaknesses are pretty rough to be, to be weak to things like Psychic and Electric. Uh, decent move diversity. You can put a bug move on it, uh, Pounced, if you want to cover your Psychic weakness. It also covers its own Ice weakness with its Fighting type. Doesn't really learn many Fighting moves on its own of note. Uh, but of course you get that, that close combat with TM, that's the one you want to go with. Isn't an interesting one for double battles if you play in double battles with abilities like uh, like the co-star ability and moves like wide guard and tailwind. You can do a lot of like support type things or a couple of different support type things with this Pokemon. Um, uh, throw a roost on there for a little bit of recovery. Definitely a useful Pokemon in the early stages of the game. Kind of moderately usable throughout if you want to do a, an entire run through with this thing. Like I said, weird that it has no evolution. Kind of feels like it should. Of, of all like the single form birds of this generation, I mean, it's it's probably near the top. Uh, you can probably make a case that Bombardier might be a little bit better, but definitely better than Squawkabilly. Which is weird because did they other than Kilowattrill? I mean, like all the new flying types are just single forms. Yeah, strange. They didn't give us any evolution single forms in this. Apparently they think like birds in Spain are, are locked into their single form. Yeah. The game also has Howlucha How readily available too. Yeah, weird, huh? So you got them both. Kind of strange. And Howlucha, if it's based on a luchador is actually Spanish to some extent. Yeah, a French luchador because I think it's from the Kalos region. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you can find things that does what this thing can do. Uh, you can find things that do it better if you're just doing a four-fun run-through. But, you know, if you're really insistent on using a Flamingo, uh, you can deal a lot of damage with, like, a moveset like Bulk Up, Brave Bird, Close Combat, Roost for some recovery. You can I, remember, I remember for a hot minute early on when I was first playing the game, I was using it, and it was just great to just throw it out because it just beat the shit out of everything. Yeah. yeah things yeah. that were like... Yeah, it's, it's it's got really good like total base stats. Like It'll put in a lot of work for you in the early goings. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a shiny version of it, and it's just sort of like a paler pink. Mm-hmm. Right. Which looks nice. Yeah. Nice enough, but there's, it's not there's like... There's so many shinies at this gen that are just boring. Yeah. Not everyone is amazing. That's a shame. Alright, Wes, you're back in. Alright. Alright. Who's, who's your next one? Iron Jugulus or Jugulus or well, that's Jugulus. The, hy- the Hydrogen one, right? The Hydrogen. Iron J. Iron J. 
This guy's going to be a dark flying, so immediately it's worse than the other one. It's based on a Gen <laughs> 5 Pokemon, so it's it awesome. Uh, dark flying is going to be weak to electric and ice and rock and fairy. Um, it's going to have the quark drive. It's going to have a boring flavor text. Um, this guy doesn't really have that great of moveset. Um, I mean, it picks up Hyper Voice and Air Slash, but it picks up its better moves. Dark Pulse at 70, Outrage at 77. Uh, that's a very YTM thing, uh, less they can get. Like Dragon Tail, the Sunny Day Rain Dance, it can learn Electric Terrain because of its uh, thing. Zen Headbutt, U Turn, um, Flamethrower, Heat Wave. I mean, it just picks up weird stuff. Hyper Beam, Hurricane, Focus Blast. Um, you definitely want to lean into this thing's special attack. Definitely, because it's got 94 HP, 80, 86, 122 special attack, 80 special defense, and 108 speed. It doesn't have like like a one 122 is a big special attack. I'm it is. Trying to like stop. I'm not scoffing at that, but it doesn't have like the big stat like the others do. Yeah. But this it's got things that are like more evenly distributed. Like its defense and special defense aren't amazing, but they're fine. They're fine. And with the 94 HP, you can it's going to complement. So it's it's not quite as exposed as some of the other iron ones we've already talked about. I mean, it doesn't have like 135 uh, speed. Mm. Or anything. Yeah, it's no iron bundle. In that no, speed. it's no iron bundle. Um, but, you know, you're only weak to electric, rock, and fairy. That's not that bad. And ice. Oh, yeah, my bad. Also ice. But who's a crap about ice? Yeah, you know, you give it like a flamethrower and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's just weird. It picks up such a wide range of moves. It's kind of... Well, that's kind of like the... Uh, it's based on Hydreigon, of course. And Hydreigon also picks up a, a pretty big variety of moves. But yeah. Also manages to be worse than it in combined stats. Does it really? Oh yeah, because it's a pseudo-legendary. Yeah. That is strange. So this thing's actually weaker than Hydreigon? Yeah. I mean, Roaring Moon is weaker than Salamence. Hmm. I mean, just by its 580 versus 60. I mean, weaker is relative. Depends on how. Yeah. You, we we had a we were talking up the one that's 430 C plus <laughs> power, and we're like it's 570 with a 30 percent boost of 100 fucking million special attack. That's the one we like gushed about the most because we like think of like mud slap strategies to use it the fucking thing. <laughs> no, for, for what it's worth, it actually is interesting to compare it to to other dark flyers, and I actually feel like this one's kind of right in the middle of both of them. It's strange where. In some regards, it's clearly better than a Honchkrow, but in other ones, not really. Hmm. Like, Honchkrow has 125 attack and 100 HP. It's just a bit slower, and its defenses are terrible. Meanwhile, you've got fucking box art legendary from Gen 6, Evatol, with 680. Oof. Has 131 attack and special attack, 125 HP, and it's just, ba- it's not barely, but it's a bit outsped by Iron... Jugulus, Juju, Juju, but I mean, ninety-nine speed versus you know one hundred eight speed, and yeah, you do have to remember it's a one point three multiplier on one twenty-two mm. special attack. Assuming that's what you go with, so, like I mean, it's it's good, it's really good. Most things all have five hundred seventy stats. It's true. So yeah, or get like a freaking thirty percent multiplier on one for no reason. Yeah, I'm looking at Hydreigon here. I just think Hydreigon is better, just all around. Uh, anything else about uh, Iron J? Nope. 
Uh, pretty, you know, the, the shiny's okay. I think it's I Jugulus. <laughs> uh, Ryan, is that, are are you in now? Yeah, I am. Sure, I'll, I'll go. I think I only have one more left, anyways. Right? Yeah, I got one more one. one. I don't have much to say about it. It's Slitherwing. I played with it some. It's actually pretty cool. Um, so this is the paradox form of the ancient kind or whatever. So it's bug fighting. It's got protosynthesis, so essentially accomplishing the same thing. Uh, of which one? Slitherwing is. Uh, Larvesta. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, Larvesta. it's the Larvesta. That's one. the Larvesta. Okay. So yeah, so I guess instead of being a fire, it's a fighting in this mm-hmm. version. Five seventy, of course, eighty five HP, one hundred thirty five attack, seventy nine defense, eighty five special attack, one hundred five special defense, and eighty one speed. So uh, I mean, obviously, one hundred thirty five attack is huge. So that's like what one seventy something. I'm guessing if you were to apply that as your multiplier, one hundred seventy five. One hundred seventy attack is. Pretty bonkers. I looked up some movesets. Not a lot of people are really having fun with this. I feel like this is a lot of just, like, do four useful moves. Seems mm-hmm. like people say, first impression, close combat, U-turn, earthquake. There you go. I think it's fun that it does get access to, like, Stun Spore and Giga Drain. And it actually, life. Yeah, I mean, it does get to have some fun with some moves like that. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing, it's, it's, it's solid, but... I really don't have much to say about it. I haven't played enough with it to really have developed an opinion. But, uh, yeah, no, 170 attack is a lot. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, I kind of like this thing with Flame Charge uh, and Leech Life. Maybe a dual wing beat for uh, some some move diversity in a bulk up. Just, like, uh, get a little bit more attack and a bit more speed and just start draining things. I don't really see, uh, I haven't skimmed through it, but does this thing have an answer to flying? Ooh, that's a good question. I wonder if it's got... A uh, wild charge. Okay. It's got a wild charge, I guess, but you hurt yourself doing that. Because mm-hmm. it is four times weak to flying. That is a scary proposition to have to go up against. Yeah. You know. What's its speed, though? Like 80, is that what I said? Yeah, 80, no. 81, not, not yeah. really fast. No, not amazing, but all right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, let's wrap things up with Iron Valiant. I got an Iron one, fellas. You did? Yay! But not your typical Iron one. So, this is the Paradox Pokemon. I feel like a lot of ones are dubbed the Paradox Pokemon. We should have have spread these out over so many (laughs) other episodes. (laughs) We don't really appreciate them for their bonkers. You you want to start knocking out some of the Irons, and I think we've covered 80% of them now. Good. On a show. So, just uh, some of the flavor text here. It has some similarities to a mad scientist invention covered in a a paranormal magazine. Yeah. Uh, Also, it's possible that this is the object listed as Iron Valiant in a certain expedition journal. Sure. Great. See? That's why I didn't read all the other flavor texts. They're exactly the same for all the freaking irons. It is a fairy fighting type single form Pokemon, of course. That makes it weak to flying poison, steel, psychic, and fairy. And resists fighting rock, bug, and dark, and immune to dragon. Pretty good resistance is there. Uh, cork drive ability, and I think we, we've covered already, it gives you that uh, 30% bump to your highest speed uh, when you use that booster energy, or if you want to hold a different one, you can lay down electric terrain, you can get the boost that way as well. Um, if your highest speed, or God damn it, if your highest stat is speed, when you activate... 50% boost. Yep, 50% yeah, drop. That's, if, that's yeah, it, if, uh, if for some reason you were able to like lay down an agility and then uh, put up an electric terrain... 
Um, you can get another 50% bump to your speed if that's how you want to live your life. For this one, all you'd have to do is just have a uh, whatever nature it is that decreases attack and increases speed, and you're sure. probably there. Yeah. You um, don't want that with this guy. Decreases attack? Uh, well, you, I mean, if, if you want to If you want to that. do that, yeah. But yeah. you don't. You the might, is the stat. <laughs> you might be able to get away with, like, if you want to do a physical build, lower the spe- put a get, a get a jolly nature, lower the special attack, and increase your speed. Maybe that will get you to above one thirty. Yeah, I, for, I forget. Maybe. Somebody said natures only have a ten percent move either direction, so right. we'd have to crunch the numbers. That actually might work. Probably would, in fact. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe do like slightly more EV training and speed. Than decrease the special attack, increase the speed. You might get the same result. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird how they did that. Uh, but a big 590 base attack, 74, 130, 90, 120, um, 60, 116. So big attack, big special attack, big speed. You can run a ton of different type of move sets with this thing and do a lot of damage. By level up, you're getting things like Electric Terrain, Dazzling Gleam, Psycho Cut, Night Slash, Leaf Blade, Moon Blast, Coast Com- Close Combat, Knock Off, Destiny Bond, which is a strange one, and Spirit Break. Um, by TM, Psy Beam, Charge Beam, Hex, Magical Leaf, Icy Wind, Stored Power, Brick Break, Zen Headbutt, Psy Shock, Shadow Claw, Fire, Thunder, Ice Punch, Drain Punch, Poison Jab, Swords Dance, Exeter, Skill Swap, Liquidation, Energy Ball, Aurasphere, Shadow Ball, stuff. Boss, Gotta Catch Them All, Gotta it Catch Them All. It's a lot of them. There comes a point where it's just word salad. It's like, okay. just bring up the Thor best moves. Almost <laughs> every, almost any move that you could want to put on a Pokemon, you can put on this, this thing. You have so many options in your diversity and in your type coverage. You yeah. can do so much with it. Uh, build a physical or a special build. Build uh, one that uh, is, is attacking with both. Do whatever you want. Both stats are huge. You, you don't love the low special defense and HP, Maybe this thing is a candidate for an assault vest if you really want that special defense and don't care about your booster energy. Um, I like that at level 91, it learns spirit break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, how hard is it to get to level 100 in this game? Right. It's not. Uh, in most situations, you're moving first and one-hitting. So, you know... You're not super worried not about if those. Iron Bundle or Electrodes in the room. <laughs> it's good. It's that scary Iron Bundle. <laughs> Gotta worry about that Electrode as well. I mean, yeah. Bearsky do, doesn't do shit. Mm. Mm. But it's a, it's a really good Paradox Pokemon. I rolled with this one for a while as I was uh, yeah. in, in the post game doing raids and stuff. You know, not, not much to uh, complain about here. So this guy is like the poster future poke, uh, Pokemon, because each of them, the future and the past, has one that just is a little bit stronger than the others. What was the one for the past? Was it the uh, the Salamence one? The Iron, uh, or the... Roaring Moon or whatever? Wait, isn't this the... Oh, Iron Leaves. Iron Leaves is the one that came out with Walking Wake. So this oh, one okay. should be paired with Roaring Moon, I think. Yeah, that's that one right. that's got 590. I think, I actually, I think Roaring Moon might only have 580. But um, I believe those are the two that are supposed to be paired. I don't think it's like identical, like one for one. But which yeah. one was in the cave? Because that that'll tell you which one was in the cave in the bottom. Yeah, that's that's right, man. Okay, because that's where Valiant was. He was in that cave in the bottom. And like that cave, that, like tucked away. That's hard to find. Or like in yeah. the cave where like the end game boss is. That cave. Yeah, that that's one tucked away. That one does have five ninety combined stats, but okay. we'll save that one for. So the the past poster Pokemon was the Roaring Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Good and for it. Anything else about uh, Pokemon we need to address? I I don't have anything else. Got, got anything else in your lives? I got a quiz show ready here for oh, you guys. Yes, twelve quiz questions game. apiece. No, let's do it. <laughs> I watched uh, a bunch of horror movies over the past few days. Hmm. I was trying to convince a coworker to watch the film The Fly. Oh God, he had never seen it. Can't, Did you I just can't hate do him? It. Like I can't do just... it. Too. I love that movie. Are you guys kidding me? We've oh talked about that God. movie a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I Don't you love how if oh. you stop it after 45 minutes, it's such an uplifting movie? His <laughs> <laughs> life improves so much. He discovered this amazing medical breakthrough, and he's got Spider-Man powers. Good for him. Yeah, I, I can't do body horror. What, what, what horror films have you watched? I watched one we'll talk about after. Uh, I watched uh, Candyman. The new one? Yep. Oh, how was it? Yeah, it was okay. Hmm. Um... I didn't think that there was uh, any anything that it, it was. It was tough to find a, a protagonist to root for, and it wasn't quite like as as gory, or didn't have like as magnetic a a killer to like it be like an entertaining slasher. Like it didn't have a Freddy Krueger, a Candyman. It wasn't that sort of like like terrorize, terrorizing uh, presence to make that worth watching and our protagonist of the movie like the the journey he was going through wasn't particularly interesting enough to have him hold the movie up on his own either so you know it, it was fine but have you seen it i've i haven't seen the new one no i i've watched the 90 it was one a couple times mm-hmm. and loved it i don't oh. know if i loved it it was pretty good okay it was it was creepy especially at that time in my life the you know, that seemed a little more menacing than maybe it would today. So who was the Candyman? Because I haven't seen either of these. Candyman. Is it like a monster? Is it some kind of ghost? Like, well, like He's the ghost. Candyman? At least in the original one, as I recall, the premise is that he was a black man in the era of like, segre- not even segregation. I think this was like the 1800s or whatever. Like post-slavery? I don't think he was a slave, but it was like after Reconstruction or Jim Crow? Yeah, yeah, that era. And he... Uh, I don't even remember he actually had a relationship with a white woman or was just accused of it but was lynched. Um, And then years later, he's sort of exacting revenge on the descendants of them, of the the people that lynched him back in the day. Is is that how it is in Candyman? Is Candyman even address like, slavery stuff or... Sort of. So it it is um, uh, uh, an allegory or or an illustration of um, racial division. Uh, of, of oppression. So Candyman is, again, like a, a black man who was uh, wrongfully murdered by police officers. Um, and, and I think like it was supposed to be like in the uh, the, the, the 80s or the, the early 90s that it happened in this version. But it's not like just him. He's not like the only Candyman presence. Candyman is uh, a bunch of different people. And... Do, do do you mind spoilers? What what you're what you're watching is um, the next like our protagonist is becoming the next Candyman. Um, hmm, okay. So he's like going through like this this downward spiral, um, having like this this psychotic break, and while he is becoming the next one, there's also like the previous one that's uh, terrorizing people who are saying. Candyman in the mirror five times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I didn't think it was. Uh, Is that how you summon him? How you treat Candyman in the mirror five times? Yeah, you gotta do it five times. Yeah, it's like blo- like the Bloody Mary yeah, thing. Ripping on Bloody Mary, all right. For Beetlejuice. For Beetlejuice, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. They're like Ouija boards and seances and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit, you know? What else did you watch? Unless you had more. Uh, Megan. Oh, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, that's like the robot. Girl yeah, yeah the, the terrorize, uh, terrorizing robot. Surprise, surprise. AI went bonkers and wants to murder people. No. Yeah. So, and then these, these sort of like sci-fi horror movies are, of course, thinly veiled illustrations of, of fear of technology and modernity. But um, they, they did a good job of uh, making her nice and creepy. Nice. And they're just like the general setup, in case you guys weren't aware. A uh, young girl, her parents are tragically killed in an auto accident. She was in the car with them. She goes to live with her aunt, who is this uh, uh, robotics and AI uh, researcher and engineer. Um, and because of her work, she's not able to be the most attentive uh, a guardian figure. So her most recent invention that she's still trying to work through who's an, an AI companion robot, she gives to uh, her her niece and it kind of like raises her as a, a human should be doing. Um, so the the girl kind of like develops this, this attachment to the robot. The robot develops an attachment to her, uh, kind of a fucked up E.T. scenario. And when, uh, when, when, when people threaten or mistreat the girl, she go ahead and kills them. Mm-hmm. It's it's um I'm sure you've probably seen like like posters and stuff like that. There's very uncanny valley the design of this uh, robot character. I'm not sure. Like it, it, she's got to be played by an actual actress. I don't think they use like animatronics or anything. Or, or maybe it's like uh, an actress with like some CG overlays or something. She like does that. look familiar though. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the I've seen the cover, but I haven't seen the movie. But. Oh, it's it's probably uh, Jessica Chastain. She's in everything. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was all right. Um, not uh, again, not like mind blowing. Like I think one of like the best horror movies that I've seen in the past several years is probably Nope. Um, so it's kind of like this standard that I'm comparing everything to at this point. Not, not, nope was Aliens, right? Nope, Nope was an Alien specifically. Yes. Oh, a specific Alien. Yes. All right. Spoiler shot. It was pretty good. I like Nope. Yeah, Do we also know for certain that it was an alien? Could it have just been some being that's existed on Earth could for be. as long as mankind's been? Could around? be like it, it was. I don't think they ever like explicitly said like it's extraterrestrial or some sort of like supernatural yeah. uh, being. But it, there, I think there was an implication that uh, it wasn't there before and then showed up there. God, that that movie was so great. Yeah, and there's all these wonderful little nested in messages mm. into the characters and everything they do. Yep. Any space turtles? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a space jellyfish or something. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Smile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get very far into that one. Not because it was like weirded me out or grossed me out. I just got busy and never got back mm. to it. But I saw the part with like the, the gruesome, uh, not interrogation, but the psychiatrist thing. That, I, that early on and I was like okay that's pretty messed up we'll see where this is going and I just what would you think of it? Uh, they, there were definitely some some moments of gore and violence that uh, were done pretty well um, oh, how, how violent is Megan? they're not, not super violent no there's uh, a particular scene that's rather gory that involves a, a, a child being uh, 
mutilated. Okay. <laughs> oh God. It's, yeah. It's not. It's not. <laughs> not not a very happy subject. But yeah, they they you know that child was not a nice person, so you didn't okay, feel super bad for him. Totally cool with it. Uh, <laughs> We're fine with this child murder. Nice, <laughs> Sam's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this kid was an asshole. Um, but but smile like the the. Hey, Wes, do you know much about this movie, Smile? I know nothing about this movie. So it's... Um, I'm fine with spoiling it. I don't intend to watch it. it it's kind of like a, like a, a haunting movie where there's a, a sort of demon possession or demon presence that follows people around. But when it starts following you around, what you end up doing is you uh, hallucinate um, people, usually the, the, the person who was possessing last, who usually killed themselves. And they get like this really creepy grin. And... The, the overall objective is, like, it's this demon that's going to try to possess you, then you'll, like, kill yourself, and whoever witnessed you kill yourself, the demon will then go to try to possess, and they'll start seeing a like, creepy smile. And you, you think, like, there's all, like, these these moments where you could have, like, these really great jump scares. There's, like, someone, like, peeking in the window, like, doing this creepy grin at you. And they do that every once in a while, but it seems like they passed up so many moments where they could have done that, um, it, it feels like there are a few missed opportunities. And, you know, I get like not wanting to go for the cheap jump scare all the time, but when like your premise is like creepy person going to smile at you, I feel like you have to just go for it every single time. Uh, they they do like a genu- genuinely good job of building this tension. Like, okay, here it is. Somewhere around here, there's going to be someone who is doing the creepy smile, and it's going to be freaky, and you're going to like grab the side of the chair, and then. Our, our heroine is going to somehow escape. And it becomes like this uh, this mystery. Kind of like, uh, what was that movie? The Ring? Where they're trying to figure yep. out what uh, what it is that's causing us before like the time's up. That's why I was thinking of immediately when you said, you know, jump to the next person. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. somebody's re-watching the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like they could... Uh, they, they were points in the movie where it was more of a, a procedural drama than a straight up horror I feel like they could have leaned into it a little bit harder they could have really gone for it as I recall also isn't that kind of how the exorcist ends doesn't the priest take the satanic de- did he take the demon within himself and then kill himself Is that, or am I remembering one of the other exorcist, exorcist movies I think uh, I don't know if he takes the demon within himself but he dies yeah like the, the older priest I thought that's what happened is that he exorcised the demon but like bottled it in himself and then died hmm. therefore like dispelling the demon hmm. yeah it was definitely not within the girl anymore yeah I mean I feel like that's I don't remember what, that's what, well was there any con- like, conclusion as to what does the what manifests this smile yeah, it was a demon. Oh, it was a demon, and uh, those, de- I, those are rascals. Those pesky demons. I mean, you know? sheesh. Yeah, and you know, they, she, our our heroine was uh, dealing with some some childhood trauma that the demon uses to sort of uh, manifest itself. Um, well, the one death I saw, pretty grisly. Yeah, pretty grisly death. Yeah. How do the other ones do? Uh, pretty much the same. Okay. <laughs> There's some pretty gory shit that happens in this movie. <laughs> Uh, and the last uh, horror movie that I watched was uh, Men. Oh yeah! Wow, I, I saw that <laughs> I one saw in the theaters. Before. No, I hadn't seen Men yet. Oh, I saw it delightfully in a, a theater with maybe like eight other people. All of us were couples. 
Good. Oh, and it was, it was so so funny because, like, we were all just sort of... Because it's a weird movie, and then that very end of it happens. Um, what? What the fuck? And it was Holy like shit. we were all just sort of shell-shocked. Right. Like, no one really knew what to you say. You told me what it was originally when we were, when we were discussing it last I think time. Oh, yeah, because I think I left the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, it was you and me. You spoiled it for me. Yeah. Because I don't plan on watching it. And yeah, I, I remember one of like the woman that brought this boyfriend to first. So, like, I guess like it was one of their first days. She's like, I just thought it was gonna be like a slasher movie, <laughs> and it's like, no, there's this like uh, graphic series of birthings that occur. Like, imagine if the like the whole centipede premise was just about birthing and not about like eating each other shit. <laughs> it was so gross. It was it was so bizarre yeah. and uh, so uh, I don't know. It, it felt like out of left field, like. You're wondering where is this movie going? Because like I think from from the trailers, like, she's this woman. She goes on this uh, vacation. She's staying in this country house, and like all of the the townspeople, all of the men that she is encountering, all have the same face. Yeah. Uh, even there's like a child version who's got this very fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you're you're wondering what it is that is making that happen. And she never seems to address it during the movie. She just kind of seems okay with them all looking exactly the same, as if like only we can tell yeah. that that's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very strange. But she she's off on this uh, uh, vacation, trying to kill her head. She was trying to divorce her husband. Uh, he threatened to kill himself if she divorced him. You get a lot of this through flashback. They do a really good job of like mixing in these flashbacks. And, and again, it's these these uh, uncertain circumstances of how he dies too that you don't really know what like whether he even intended to kill himself or it was just right. an accident that led to his demise. Right. You know. Yeah, because you know you you definitely ha- like get uh, a setup of the circumstances, what it is that happened that leads up to his death but then one of the first times you encounter this person is you see him like falling out the window he's got this look in his face like oh shit this is not what I intended yeah. so you think for a little while it's an accidental death but it, it is left a little bit ambiguous uh, and this was uh, directed by um, Alex Garland yeah he did um, what, what was Annihilation it? Annihilation Ex Machina yeah uh, he wrote the screenplay for Dread, oddly yep. enough, oh, right. uh, and uh, and wrote the screenplay for Never Let Me Go, Sunshine, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, um, he's pretty fantastic. Yeah, th- this was um, it was weird. I think it's a lesson there. I mean, I think the messaging, if you want to say, like, what is it about? What are we trying to convey here? What point are we trying to get across? I think it's supposed to be something along the lines of um, toxic masculinity, certainly, and kind of what it's probably like to be in an abusive relationship mm. trapped in an abusive relationship that you can't escape and even if you do how it resonates and lingers with you mm. that even this this guy looks nothing like the man who abused her he is still very much that man and even at the very end of the film takes his form to just sort of like make sure she's aware he's not going anywhere you know like it's 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 tough, and then that that whole sequence at the end is just such a like a what the fuck yeah kind and of th- moment that it really does get you. There's this incredible shock to what is happening, and it didn't feel like the the, the premise of the movie to that point, or, or the plot of the movie to that point, was so paper thin 
you left you wondering, like, why did we end up here? Because we've talked a lot about the premise, like what it is that's like setting up the movie. But the plot is she's in this quiet little town. You don't even see much of the town. You just kind of see the surrounding countryside. Yeah, she's and she's, she's grieving over this death and just needs to get away from it all. And she, she goes yeah. for, for a couple of different wanders throughout this really nice looking scenery. She has this encounter with a very strange man who's just kind of running around the woods naked. And some cops come over and then... She's in the house. She talks to her friend. Like, not much actually happens in terms of, like, moving from plot point to plot point. So, I, I don't know that the movie did enough to really pull audiences forward and really, like, get people to that ending where they're just going to shock you. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't like the phrase, it doesn't feel earned. I think it's a bit hackneyed, but it doesn't feel earned. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. That's a sticky moment, though. That one's going to be on you for a while. <laughs> right. It, it stays with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, the one thing you remember from the movie. Oh, that's what everyone's going to... Did you ever see that movie Bone Tomahawk, by any chance? No. There's something that happens in that movie that you should just watch. It's it's grisly. Is it body horror? Not okay. really. It's it's okay. a it's a horrible thing that happens to a body, but it's not... It's just... Again, it's just so... So unexpected when it happens and it is truly one of the most violent gruesome things I've ever seen in a film and mm. it's and it's not even like it's a Final Destination style creative way to kill a human being or something it's just it's this really messed up moment that if you just say if you just mention Bone Tomahawk and the person that you're talking to has seen the film you don't need to say anything else you will just know the moment that is being discussed and be like man that was messed up you know it would be really amazing to be able to like totally wipe your memory of any sort of horror movie. Oh, like the film Irreversible. It's not a horror film. I'd love to unwatch that one. <laughs> well, of, of any of any horror movie. Yeah. And watch Alien. Because, like, shocking oh, hey, shocking yeah, things that happened to body. Like, by the time I saw Alien, like, that movie was so in the zeitgeist, I know that, like, these are things like that pop out of your chest. Mm. So you don't get any of the shock of that moment. But, God, that must have just horrified people Should seeing it for point. the first time in a movie theater. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the best punchlines and narratives are already spoiled for us. You know, mm. like Jekyll and Hyde, who doesn't know that they're the same person. Sure. Like, imagine the reveal when you're reading that book, and you're like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, probably the same with a number of different beats in the film Alien. That movie is just at every turn; t- it goes the other way. Like when you're expecting one thing from it, it manages to be something else. So, damn good movie. Anything else we need to talk about? I saw the D and D movie. Oh, good! And Ryan saw it too a while ago. Yeah, like last week. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really liked that movie. Yeah, I dug it. Um, it didn't really do like a lot of the jokes or anything were kind of like typical jokes you're gonna see in a lot of movies. It wasn't, but it just had a few moments. You're just, I don't know. I'm not good at talking about movies like you. Guys. It, it wasn't like uh, <laughs> too inside. It was a little bit more like. How how closely would you compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy? Because every movie's trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy now. It does kind of feel like a Guardians of the Galaxy. It was just kind of fun. That was my closest comparison to it Mm -hmm. when I saw it. I was like, yeah, this feels a bit Guardians-like. Where you got the Motley crew, and they all have different uses and functions within the team. Their own little quirks and everything like that. It was one of those movies where you can enjoy it, not knowing a thing about Mm D&D. But if you do, you can make pulls from it and be like yeah I've done that in a campaign yeah that kind of shit happens a lot you know mm-hmm. like the, the part with the bridge breaking and everything yeah. and, and then you can just you see that part happen 
And you could just see the DM roll his eyes and go, God damn it. And then just pull something out of his ass in order to fix that puzzle that the, your your players have ruined. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just things like that. Um, mm. So it's got a lot of, like, little things that you can look in deep with just a typical D&D campaign. But this, the the movie itself was just, it was just fun. It, it, yeah, it's just a fun movie. It wasn't anything overly clever when it comes to the plot or anything like that. It didn't have any beats to it that you did not see coming a mile away. Does it have a dragon? Uh, yeah. That's two. Oh, oh shit. Two dragons. It really yeah. earns that plural. Yeah. Dragons. Ah, that was good. What, what, Is there a dungeon? And it, like things I could talk about that I didn't want to talk about because it would have spoiled stuff. Uh, how cool the villain is in it? The, the evil witch priestess? I love that character. She's like the, the most like Dead-eyed, Straight serious, forward. Yeah, like, you, you you immediately you're like, well, there's the villain of the movie. Like oh, immediately, right. totally. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, who's the Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant in it with again another pretty predictable heel turn. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's fantastic in it. We get to see the kid from Detective Pikachu. Remember the guy that was in Detective Pikachu? Yeah, that... he's a uh, Sammy. Is that the name of the guy? Yeah, he's the he's the uh, he's the, the wizard that doesn't yeah. believe in himself kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, see him getting get work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like the way that they incorporated uh, all of the different kind of what we know as like classes and character builds and stuff in it. It's all really, really fun. Really yeah, cool. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Very I, good. I watched some older horror films, so if I could real quick oh, mention yeah. them. This Pokemon uh, show has turned into a, I know. Uh, a movie show. What, what okay. Are we, what are we doing we'll here? We'll do whatever we want. Let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, I watched Cemetery Man. You guys ever heard of no, Cemetery? I don't know this one. It came out in 1994. It's an Italian horror film. It's very much in the vein of like uh, maybe something from Sam Raimi's older films or um, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? The guy that directed uh, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Peter um, Jackson. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of Peter Jackson's early films, uh, like Dead Alive. You know, uh, saw lots of corn syrup spewing everywhere. Oh, it is gruesome. It is, but so the violence is just so cheesy. You know, it's just so silly. But yeah, basically, he uh, he works at a um, he is the cemetery man, the main character of it. He is he is, works at this, and zombies are sort of like around, but no one cares that much. <laughs> They're um, like mosquitoes. Yeah, it's sort yeah, of like the zombies are out again. It's like the it's like if the post if the apocalypse didn't go all the way, but it just sort of happened, and everyone's like, God, this is fucked up. <laughs> it's just zombies all over the place. It's so like ridiculous. Oh shit! It's like COVID. Yeah, I was just about to make that. Uh. It's yeah. It, it's so ridiculously sexed up too. Um, there's just so much just like gratuitous violence in TNA and all of it, and it's just played with such a like you know Dutch angles and camera spinning everywhere <laughs> attitude, and it's just. It's delightful. It's really really delightful. I enjoyed this one. It's so over the top. I watched that. Um, I watched a movie I had never seen before uh, from 1988 called Death Spa. Hmm. Uh, it is literally what it sounds like it's about. It's about a um, a fitness center, I guess. That has like this, a club med? Yeah, that has like this super high-tech system installed into it that starts like killing everybody. Um, it's like the 80s-est movie, if you've ever seen Like, it's so drenched in 80s aesthetic that it's... I mean, it is from the 80s, so it's got this thing. It's also, again, some of the most absolute over-the-top violence I've seen in a movie. Um, the soundtrack is hilarious. The performances are absurd. 
Um, and there is a really clever twist about why all of this is happening. Essentially, it's this guy that runs the place who is basically advertising this as the gym of the future that everyone's going to go to. And then he's operating it with the guy that's sort of like the technology guy that runs all the devices in it. Um, and that is the brother of his deceased wife, hmm. the main guy's wife. Um, so they have kind of this weird dynamic where it's like they don't like each other. I mean, it's not that he doesn't like the guy. It's just that the guy's wife's dead, and he is very upset about that. <laughs> that his sister... Oh, long story short, it's, it's, it's a very weird and silly and over-the-top violent movie, and it's just one of those... Uh, kind of just like you gotta laugh along to it. It's so good. Totally recommend it. Gaspar. So when you mentioned like uh, the, the the 80s and like how that sort of like a retro futurism made me it reminded me like when I had finished watching all these horror movies Amazon was like do you want to watch Event Horizon? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. And I, like, I, did, I didn't great. go I didn't go all the way through to be able to see that movie many, many times. But Something that I, I got reminded of when I watched that movie is that it is quite old because like, one of the first things you see is like the text across the screen to sort of establish your place in time. And the first thing is like 2015, first human permanent colony on the moon established. It was like, well, we missed that one. <laughs> Shit. That's a bummer. Yeah, but I, where, where we thought we'd be in I, the 90s. I would enjoy Amazon so much more if it did ask questions like that. Do you want to watch Adventurizing? Question mark dot dot dot. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Like, how are you feeling today? It's like, this is our guess. This is a movie. You're going to watch Death to Smoochie again, aren't you? I haven't watched it yet. No, Amazon asking. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I, want, I want my Amazon to be sassy. I, 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 come on, that'd be great. You're, you're close with the founder. You can. Me and Jeff? Yeah, you and Jeff. <laughs> Jeffy Bays. As I call him, Happy Bezos, CEO And that's Pokemon. Next up is going to be the mini show. We'll talk about over. Feel like I got some games. Can we talk about? I don't. Hopefully, I'll play a bit of Cereza this week and actually have an opinion on it. But yeah, I should. Uh, I got to make a little bit more progress in that one. I kind of put it on the back burner because. I had intended to finish it before I started playing Metroid, and then I started playing Metroid. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I really got to finish Cereza before I forget everything and how that game works. You got anything, Ryan? Mm, oh, I will try to come up with something. <laughs> I don't think I have much going on. So. And then uh, we'll do a retro show, and hopefully it'll be more than just some crickets, because it'll be, it'll be a good retro show. I think it, yeah. I think this is one of the most low impact months we've had in a very long time. I feel like there's not a lot to talk about from games, not a lot to talk about from music, and the movies are just like the, a the the big big one in games, and it's a game you actually get on your Switch if you're so inclined. Uh, the remake of Resident Evil One came out on GameCube. It's a GameCube exclusive until you know future consoles. Nice. Um, but yeah, really really great game. I have it downloaded on my Switch. I'm going to try to give it another run through before uh, we do the retro show. Cool. But anyway. Were you about to say something? Nah, we're good. Okay. That's it. That's the end. So long. Bye-bye.